Hello and welcome to Audionautic Deep Space Network episode 76. This is the Independent Musician's Guide to Production and Promotion. Today we're talking about some pending deals between record labels and Google over AI versions of artists. And we're going to talk what this means for independent artists, if anything, copyright, and then music in general. We'll also take a quick look at the recently announced $50 Behringer synth, the JT4000 Micro. And you'll see why it's called Micro. That is not just a name. We'll talk about ways to optimize time in the studio when real life just seems to keep getting in the way. This show is brought to you by our patrons. And each week we do the show live with them before it heads to YouTube and podcast platforms. You can head to patreon.com slash audionautic to join us and share your opinions on the stream, as well as additional bonus content and hangouts. My name is Sun Warper, and with me today, I don't even have the camera in front of me. Let me look. Hold on. With me today, I just see Curtis cracking up like crazy, so I'm not going to go to him. We're going to Eon Lake. How are you, Eon Lake? <laughs> I'm all right, thanks. I am not cracking up. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, what you been up to? Anything crazy? Anything crazy? I've been trying to um, use the MPC Live a bit again on my little play, play tray over there. Nice. Uh, so what we got? Harmonicon Live. We've got the SP404s over there as well, and yes. uh, Microfreak. But I couldn't get the timing right. It wasn't quite locking for loops. So I changed the MIDI round, and now I'm timing everything off the SP404. Everything's tight. Yeah. So I was a little bit disappointed that I wasn't getting That's accurate timing, um, clocking everything from the, um, from the MPC. It's got a lot of MIDI timecode options and so on as well. So none of them seem to um, get around this little bit of latency that meant that loops just weren't quite synced properly. I got you. Yeah, that's a bummer. Um, hmm. I wonder if there's any way to work around that. Did you try to figure out what's going on? Or Yeah, I mean, the MPC will let you put a delay on any MIDI okay. sync clock that's coming in. And... Um, like I said, the MPC's got about five different options, including drop frame for MIDI clock, MIDI time code. But, um, I mean, it synced, but it just didn't lock very tight, and I wasn't able to compensate and get it. I got you. Right. As soon as I flipped it the other way around, though, synced everything to the SP404, it's all fine. Well, that's because the SP404 is... Is is everything? You know this is not helping. <laughs> this, this guy is trying to justify his existence over here and not doing a great job so far. <laughs> I know what you mean, man. I know what you mean. I I think the NPCs are awesome, but I mean the SP four hundred four with all these updates just keeps catching up, you know, little by little. So I'm looking I at it. You. Thinking, Remind me why I need you again. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> well, you're welcome to send it across the pond, as they say. I can <laughs> I can give it a, a happy home, you know. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I, I could take it off your hands. So it's not quite there yet, but <laughs> okay. okay. All right. All right. Well, over in the chat, we've got a few of our patrons. We've got Abby. They say they're muted for a team meeting. I wonder, are you doing the, the usual hydro fighter two headset? Because hydro fighter is also here. And he says just one set of headphones Ooh, today. So wow. wow. Is that either you just have us on and you're tuning us out or you're tuning out work. And yeah, you got us on. I prefer the, the latter. I prefer the latter, you know, but hey, I understand the former. We've also got Shady Ridge says, killing it today at the home office. Well, happy to have you. Yeah. You guys are all welcome to hop in the show. The StreamYard link is in the description. If you want to come on when we talk about the round robin, um, you can hang out in the green room till then. The links are in the Twitter group for patrons and the Discord. 
But also with us today is Curtis. How are you? That's good. Uh, it's yeah, the chaos continues at this end. Um, I've been trying, as you know, technical difficulties coming through, but it's fine. Um, but yeah, been relatively productive. I keep building this uber big template that I'm in and able to, I'm now just be building la uh, layer after layer after layer after layer of drum racks and instrument racks. I'm basically doing a stress test to see how far it can go before it uh, poops on me. And like you did with your uh, diva the other day. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's great fun. It's great fun. Um, very exciting. It's, I like the idea of having, like, again, Hydrofire. When it comes to drums, always talk about Hydrofire, the notion of layering the drums again and again and again to create those nice thick sounds. Um, so yeah, I've been really experimenting, putting those drums together and it's, it's the possibilities are endless. It's good fun. Um, what have you been doing some more before we do? Uh, what have I been doing? Let's see. I have been testing out a new routing. I've been trying to figure out a way to use the SP as a hardware FX for the computer. So there's a few different ways you can do it. There's obviously the easy way of just going from the output of your interface into the SP and then just using headphones or something. But I wanted to figure out a little workaround. I have something I've been cooking up where using loopback, which is how we do some of these things to share audio because Macs don't like to share audio between apps and things like that. So what I'm doing is I believe the routing, I took a photo, I can actually look on the reference. I think I'm routing logic into the, no, into loopback and then loop back into the SP. But let me check, hold on. I've got the photo here. So we've got on logic, we've got the output of logic going to loopback, but the input device is the SP. And then on loopback, I've got all of that coming into the output. So it's a really weird routing, but basically what it means is Logic is sending to loopback and loopback sends to the SP and then the SP can control any sounds coming in. The issue is speakers. So the speakers have to come out of the SP. Yeah, I know Curtis is doing that that meme with all the numbers popping. <laughs> <laughs> I see the brain churning. But basically, so audio goes from logic to loopback, loopback goes to the SP and then audio comes out of the SP. So I don't have it. I don't, yeah, that's the thing. Where do you send it back to? So the other thing I could do is use Streamlabs and record everything from there. So there's other ways to do it. This was just, I was testing this routing out because it's just one USB cable. There's nothing else. It's a laptop, a USB-C cable, yeah. and the SP. Nothing else. So it's super simple if I wanted to film like outside or something like that. But right. it's a very complicated routing. And it also means I still have to figure out, well, how do I record all this if I'm filming a video, right? Because audio is not staying with the laptop so i'm figuring it out the other way to do it which i'll be talking about i'm going to make a video out of this but the other way would just be like i said you can have if your interface has second output like three and four outputs you can just send to that and send that into in one and two of the interface it's easier to just show it yeah. so yeah. but basically you just make a circle kind of out of yeah. like a bus channel, so to speak. I, I think it's yeah. Serato has a very easy way where you could just like make it super simple, Serato Studio. But yeah, it's chaos. But I basically just want to see like, can I do this to just have this as like an outboard effects gear for the DAW? So when I'm making music, if I want to go like, oh, I need 404 vinyl sim, just beep, turn it on. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So the idea, okay. So would you then loop that? Almost, okay, so if you're sending the effects out through the SP404 and like say you put a vinyl crack on it or something like that, it's the idea that you're kind of using it a bit like a, you're printing it essentially in, into hardware. Is that the kind of the idea? Basically, yeah. The, the, I mean, if I was able to send back into Logic, it would be optimum because then I could 
have it recorded as an audio file that is relatively synced to the BPM and all that. The yes. way I'd have to do it now is either just record it as a resample into the SP so it just becomes a pad on the SP and then I could put that back into the computer, but that's kind of labor intensive. Or I could try to figure out, a like I do have two computers, so I could always just send that audio into the other computer. But I mean, that's just getting ridiculous. So we'll see, I'm still figuring it out. I think uh, this is like the preliminary tests. I was like, oh, I will just wanna see, can I use loopback? There may be a way internal to logic to do it, but when I tried doing it, it didn't really seem to have any good options that would make it work. So. We'll figure it out, but uh, I that's tried doing some stuff on Max with composite interfaces where you combine multiple inputs, oh. but it, you get a nasty latency though when you do that. See, that's that's the issue. It doesn't work very well. Now, the only thing I found that works well is having a mixer with a lot of outputs and inputs on it. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, that, out through a box and back in again. Exactly. There's obviously out. ways if you make a more complex setup, you can get it to work easy. I'm trying to find basically Occam's razor of SP DAW. Like, how can I make the simplest solution to this where it's literally just a computer, the SP, and a USB-C cable? It's got to be just going through it, hasn't it? And mixing it on the device. And That's that's it. The way that I have it set up right now is probably the easiest. I just want to see if there's any other way. Um, But but yeah, that's what I've been up to. I've got a video tomorrow out that's using sampling. Yeah, there goes the week. Yeah, but I've, I got a video out next week that's doing sampling for ambient music, drum and bass, and house, all from the same sample. Nice, it's nice. those Juno 60 sounds. So I took a live stream and then took that song and made sample. It was really cool making one shots to do like instruments from a song. It's bizarre. But yeah, that that was a lot of fun. And let me move this through. I'll share my screen. Some more people at the table. What's going on here? Yeah, so this is uh, this is interesting. I saw it on, I think it's LinkedIn News, which I didn't even know. I'd never use LinkedIn, but I, I've started to. And I guess they do like news or composite things. But basically, they're talking about some record labels are in talks. It sounds like with Google for their AI to make these AI deals regarding AI-generated songs and the use of these, what they're calling deep fake voices of artists. We shared a couple episodes ago. I think it was AI Drake. Yeah. And and yeah, another yeah, one yeah. that was, uh, what was it? Was it like Oasis? Like A-Oasis or something? AI Oasis. Somebody did a whole album using like that AI voice of Oasis to do That's new music one. or something. So there's some really cool things people are doing with it, but it brings up all these layers of copyright infringement and things like that. And like this article even says there was a recent one because Barbie's trending right now where Johnny Cash was singing Barbie Girl. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good one. I don't know if we can play any of these because we will probably get copyright struck. But anyways, they're in discussion for a potential agreement to license artists' melodies, they say, and voices for AI-generated songs. And there's already been a lot of controversy, like we said, with these AI songs because I think the AI Drake, they copyright struck the video, even though it was a completely original song even original lyrics but it was using this ai drake voice which most likely came from composites of all the different songs drake does i think that's usually how ai typically works where it draws from this and creates like a a model based on it and correct me if i'm wrong anyone that knows more about it but that's what i've heard so far it says the google universal deal aims to legitimize the creation of ai generated songs by allowing fans to use artists voices after paying for copyright Artists would have the option to choose whether they want to participate in this program. And then it goes on to talk about 
what we already said with uh, the frustration from Drake. But also, this was interesting. The electronic artist Grimes offered her voice for creators to use if they shared royalties. So there's different mm. takes on all of this. And uh, it also says that Warner Music is reportedly talking with Google to develop similar products, as they call it. So products. Very, products. yeah, the products. And, and these are major labels. We're talking about this from the lens of independent artists. I mean, Curtis and I run Audionautic Records, which is a label, but we're not a major label by any means or anything like that. And so what I want to bring this to the table is first just bring awareness to it because I think this is going to have ramifications down the road. There's also some potential good news. I don't know of if you don't sing, but you wanted to add lyrics to your music, you'd be able to do this. And then there's this whole weird idea of like, would it, do you have, do you stand a better chance with a song that has a famous AI singer compared to singing it yourself? Like what would that, you know, just in this whole realm of social media and all that, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying, these are all these questions that popped up in my head that I want to bring to you guys and bring yeah. to the table. Chat, feel free to chime in. I know Curtis has had experience with AI music. So do you mind starting this? Let us know. What's your take on all this? I Well, it's it's the separate, again, it's the separation of the product and the art. I don't think, I don't believe that the likes of Google and Universal are creating this, these deep fakes of, say, Drake's voice, of Grimes' voice or Oasis's voice or whatever um, in order for bedroom producers and producers and independent artists to uh, put, a likeness of Drake on their track. I don't think that, I don't think that makes sense. I don't know. I maybe I'm projecting here. I don't know, but I, if I'm going to make artwork that speaks to me, I'm going to, I'm going to create it myself. And I'm, I've got no interest in having someone else's voice on that. Unless I'm, I suppose yeah. if I'm, unless I'm making a commission, right? Who is the question is who is going to use that? It's not, it's going to be people making commissions and it's going to be businesses making products. It's not so, I don't feel like this is aimed it's not aimed for the independent musician. It's aimed for the for the creator of business. And it's a. I understand where it's going. There's no point avoiding it whatsoever. It's going to be here. If Google weren't going to do it, then Ask Jeeves would make a resurgence and they would come back and do it, for example. And they would be the brand new. <laughs> hey, Bing AI is on the come up. So, you know, exactly. Bing's, Bing's coming back. <laughs> exactly. I, that's, that's, I think that's what it is. It's, it, it's going to happen. It's not, I don't think it's, I, anyone who can't sing, okay, we did the, we did the Bliss Voices demo a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago now. And even if you can't sing, there's plenty of tools here in which to manipulate, manipulate your voice in very creative ways, which don't conform to the traditional sentiments of singing, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not for, it's not, it's not going to be on my next album, put it on that way. If I do a commission for some dude who wants a rap, then yeah, but it's business. It's not artwork at all. I feel you. I mean, I think you're right. It, it came up with an interesting idea when Hydro Fighter said in the chat that I should have been a singer. Collecting royalties without having to work sounds like a great idea to me. <laughs> we should make like an audionautic AI model and offer it. If you need singing, here's Sun Warfare, yeah. here's Curtis, here's Eon Lake. You could do it. <laughs> yeah, like, what do you think about all this and this business proposition I'm giving you guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so wonderful. I think it's a great idea. No, um, do we need this? No, we don't need this. Are we going to do it anyway? Absolutely, yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's inevitable. Almost, you know, the more stupid an idea it is, the more inevitable it is. It's some form of this is going to happen. I think it's hopefully going to just create tears 
of like pulp stuff that nobody cares about for adverts or whatever, you know, and real music um, made by people. And maybe some subgenres of, you know, deliberately artificial music that is so artificial, no one was involved in it, apart from a guy who said, yes, I fed the, the algorithm in, I told it what to do and told it what that to That is stop. a thing already. Correct yeah, me if I'm wrong, Curtis, but that is a thing already, yeah. But as, as far as licensing your voice, I mean, this, this seems like a parallel with um, actors and the licensing of their likeness for, you know, yeah. motion capture movies and things like that. And um, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're not entirely happy with the remuneration that they're getting <laughs> for that. Are they not? I think they're, they're, they're a bit mixed. Yeah, they're a bit mixed. Strikes? Multiple strikes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, th I think it's also like the product of this, this this thinking this 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 productization of art you know and music where it's not really valued but it's just turned into a thing so that it can be churned out in volume and rammed down people's throats by people who are not really interested in music they're just mm. interested in money um which is I don't know, maybe not I'm a little bit dystopian, but <laughs> hello, have we met? This is the um, age we're in, I guess. <laughs> but uh, human nature, isn't it? I mean, we have this in us. Um, fortunately, it's not all we have in us, and there's a there's beauty and there's art too. But yeah, um, hopefully things like this will remain a tool um, and not necessarily have a wide audience. But I do see that there's a lot of work that will dry up as a result of this, you know. So there's a lot of sync work is going to go straight down the toilet. Um, but also, I kind of have a feeling that it will be one of those things that that is self-correcting to a certain extent as well. I think we'll all fly over to one side and it will all become everybody doing that until people start to get a bit sick of it or or see that, you know, this, it just feels insincere or artificial, I don't know, whatever, then maybe there'll be a little bit more of a swing towards the middle and a sort of some sort of balance will be found and we'll figure out how to live our lives with this new stuff floating around. Ultimately, that's what I like to believe will happen. But, yeah, I think... I think it's not good news for gatekeeping, really, because the small stuff could easily get done by AI, which only leaves the big stuff and the big players. And how do you get in? And, you know, it's this challenge ahead. But clever, flexible people um, will always prevail in, a, in an environment that's got this amount of flux in it. You know, yeah. you've, got up, you've got to see your opportunities and be even more fluid than ever, I think. I yeah, that. I mean, I, I think you're right. I think you're right because it's going with things, right? I mean, we may not like the way this is going, but I'm sure there's going to be ways we can work around it and figure it out. But mm. you have to be uh, ingenuitive with it. And then I also think, like, AI, as of now, is a tool, you know? Like, it's I a powerful it's a tool. tool. And I, I think, tool. yeah, and I think, but I think using it for, like, finding ways that it helps you with your work mm is actually a benefit to your work. And Absolutely. I mean, there's always going to be of anything, any music, you know, I mean, anything that comes out, it's easy to see the way that it helps you cheat or something like that. I mean, you know, but then you can find creative ways to utilize it. There's always any new Definitely. tool. There's a, there's a way to abuse it and there's a way to utilize it for optimization and things like that. So I think this is, we're just kind of in like the wild west of this stuff. So it, 
yeah. we have to kind of see where the dust settles with it all. I get what you're saying. I mean, I do think it's going to affect the smaller size stuff, but I also just in my time working with AI and even as it expands, I mean, it, it just um, it you still need the human element on anything like yeah. it's still it's still very much misses things. And like I've done some stuff with chat GPT where I'm like, hey, recommend a chord progression in this. And every time it gives a chord progression, it's OK, but I just I use it as a start point. And then mm-hmm. the thing I end up with sounds nothing like and is completely different chords uh, from what it recommended. But it it got my brain working and thinking and I was able to go beyond what I would normally do had I just started and sat at the chords and sat in my comfort zone, you know, so it's like it's a tool and um, yeah. we'll see what happens. I, I, I do think, though, that this is interesting, just going back to the actual topic at hand like this whole idea just being able to go oh yeah i I wonder what that would sound like with you know like a a a singer on top of it and just typing in Mm -hmm. lyrics and being like well yeah i want something more rap based or i want more singing just seeing like yeah and it doesn't have to be a famous person there's gonna be i'm sure voices of any you know like uh this singer you know you could just choose like the drummers in logic Mm -hmm. you can be like yeah Yeah, i want this pop drummer or this that i think that's a really cool way to open up Especially uh, if you I, I only had to license it if you used it. Yeah. So you can try it yeah. and think, oh, well, that's actually really good. I might pay for that. A bit like some of the stuff on Splice where, you know, you can try all the samples and so on, but if you use them, you have to, you know, cut them in. Mm. But you, you're right. I mean, if you think about what we complain about, it's being a musician and not actually spending a lot of time doing music. So I'm hopeful that AI can sort of take some of the sting out of the ancillary tasks that we don't really see as part of our core um, or what we got into this for, but it's the yeah. million things that you have to do as a small artist or indie label, then hopefully we'll have a great new set of tools that will make all that stuff really easy and give us more time to be creative. At least I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. That's the optimism. I mean, it's always good to see the bright side, right? Curtis, before we go to you and then move on, I, a bit of chat. Hydrofighter says AI is going to wreck musicians creating for advertising. Hollywood will scoop it up and that's when it's going to get really generic. True musicians will find ways to be creative. I mean, that's just the story of literally anything ever. <laughs> but yeah, I, I know what you're saying, Hydrofighter. Definitely. I do think, I mean, maybe not always, but I do think there's always going to be or will should be someone curating the sounds that AI makes. And when it doesn't, it will probably fall flat. But maybe they want that generic sound. I don't know. Uh, Curtis, what were you going to say? Well, I think it's important to realize, to, to bear in mind when we, when we generate AI, what, what, again, what is, the, what is the end goal? Right? Is it to make an, a beautiful album which is going to be heard and it really speaks to your soul? No, it's going to be used for underscore of the nine o'clock news and it's going to be a dramatic sounding thing to explain why a poor old lady got mugged on her way home from the shops, for example. Or it's going to be um, a plinky plonky kids tune to illustrate a new playground somewhere in the local news or something like that. But she's going to be played at minus 20 decibels over the top of a voice, do it telling a story, where the general emotion of chord progressions will be uh, produced and conveyed, but it's not gonna, it's not meant to be anything that's been groundbreaking. And that's the thing about AI. We're not at the stage yet where it's creating beautiful stuff. It's creating very generic things through. It will speed up. And it's not, again, it's gonna take jobs away from musicians. Um, and we can do, that's a different debate about whether or not that's a good or a bad thing. 
but the notion of the the, the notion of having that there where it, it allows you then to just create in a different way i think that is i think that's an interesting i think to to poo poo the the notion of utilizing ai yeah i don't think i don't think it's well let's just uh, let's let's make a personal example after these would air it would take me 3 hours to edit the videos where i would hmm. remove silence crop things fix things around because you know we want to put the best foot forward for every episode that everyone's watching so we take out silence fix the pacing all that kind of stuff and i've gotten I like to think decent at editing and things like that, but to get all the silence out of an hour, two hour video, even I don't watch through it when I would do it. I would just go through all the silence, but you still have to fix all those edits, make the cuts, make them natural and stuff. I used AI for the last two, went down from three hours to 30 minutes. Well, that's what you need. It's time saving. It's all about time saving. It's all about creating a better workflow. Like you're like, and like you're saying, it's, it's, we don't have to necessarily, it doesn't have to be involved in the end product or the artistic expression. It just needs to help us get there, bridge that gap. And that's all we kind of yeah. need it for. You can choose, you can, if you want, you can create Drake's, a fake Drake banger. If you really want to, if you're really going to get a kick out of that, hats off to you. You don't do your thing. Like, you know, if that's what you want to do. If you want to just use it in order to speed up your workflow, we're talking about time saving devices later on. Um, it's just a way of doing it. I wonder if AI is going to be in that. Hmm. Huh. huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that about does it for this topic. Yeah, like, do you have anything else you want to add before we move on? No, but I think, it, well, yeah, I do, actually. Yeah, I think he does. There, yeah. You want to ask ChatGPT if there's anything else to say? It's going to happen anyway, right? We need to look for the positives. And, and yeah. like anything else in life, make it work for you. And hopefully it will do, you know, there'll be a lot of upside to this. Um, there's going to be a downside, but I think the downside is easier to see. This is what you need to remember. The upside you need to look harder for, but it doesn't mean it's not there. I think also in the long run, just to add to that, the negative side in the short term will open avenues of exploration for more positivity in the longer term. Yeah. That's a different, a different day, but I think, and that, yeah. that's why than actually music production but yeah i think we have to go through that process for us to realize ah shit, this is there's a problem what is the problem what do we do here and then kind of move forward with that but again yeah. maybe that's not for now i'm comfortable uh, really by the fact that i'll uh, oh, i'll always be able to make music if i want to and nobody can oh. stop i may not yeah. be able to sell it <laughs> or anything you but still make it you know music's not being banned or anything like that so you know let's get real until Hopefully. Skynet fully conquers us, music has not been banned. Yeah. <laughs> Yet. Yet's the key. <laughs> Before we move on, uh, chat, have any of you used ChatGPT, any sort of AI, either in music production or in anything like that? I'm curious to hear everyone's experience with it. I've Curtis and I have been using it for a few different things, like I said, for removing silence and things like that. And uh, it, it's just interesting to hear everyone's experience with it. Or are you completely against the usage of it? Let us know. And if you're watching back, on YouTube, let us know in the comments and on Spotify. This will be the question. We'd love to hear from you. Just go to the question that's there on Spotify and uh, type in the response. And if you'd also be so kind as to leave a rating, that would help a ton in the chat. Hydra Fighter says Hans Zimmer will rise above and blow up AI. <laughs> I feel like that's that's written by AI. That's like something like <laughs> And it's gonna sound good as well. <laughs> you know, it'll sound really dynamic, it'll start quiet. And then really swell bombastically, and then the AI will explode. Yeah. 
Thanks for the prompt, Hydro Fighter. Maybe we should ask ChatGPT to write a story about that. We could see what happens. Yeah. Really tried making Hans Zimmer strings using AI once. Doesn't doesn't work. <laughs> really doesn't work. Awful. That's what I'm saying. You can't replace the Hans Zimmer yeah, element. You can't replace it. So you can't again feeling emotion. Yeah, the human element. Empathy. The human element is still there. And uh, that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, I get I get the worry. I get the. Uh, the controversy but i mean so far at least the human element still matters greatly with anything ai is putting out i i, I was just curious i had it write chat gpt write an outro for a youtube video i was doing and it's it's sign off was keep on sun warping <laughs> keep on warping that sun like, i almost want to keep that at you how is this not your <laughs> sign off sun warping. <laughs> yeah, just be like until next week keep on sun warping Continue how would, you, how would one sun warp? That's what I want to know. What I mean, anything? I don't know. Would you just like grab the sun and rather than dissolve before you got anywhere near it, you just like move it, just bend it? Just like I'm bending it slightly. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Hydro Fighter does say, I always forget the AI mastering. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know why I forget it, but he says, I tried Lander once uh, before, wasn't impressed, but that was quite a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, it's an ai mastering it's 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 an on i think oh, it's yes. an online one you put it there yeah. I feel like isotope uses ai right for all That's those directions my problems for me apparently yeah i mean i i there's some interesting things with ai for plugins and stuff and we can talk about it but you still hmm. definitely need to check everything <laughs> <you're these> doing. <laughs> yeah yes. i remember i just was curious and i do mastering right but i just wanted to see what my master would sound like compared to an ozone one and it was just the basic ozone it doesn't have everything right so it's not like my mastering chain but it was clipping by like 1.5 like just way over so i was like yeah okay needs the human element but that's ai <laughs> what do we got for gear today curtis well we are taking a look at the new behringer uh jt4000 uh because this is micro it's what well, sorry yeah jt4000 micro it's tiny it's bloody tiny yes. and it, it it looks like it packs a little punch and it's relatively cheap um relatively, and it's also not yeah. in, it's also, it's also not in stock um so yeah. <laughs> it is 43 it is, is that euro right 43 pound 43 yeah, pound, I, yeah. oh, pound yeah i think it's 50 dollars <laughs> i think yeah 50 dollars 43 pounds, i put yeah. a video let's show the sound demo as well uh oh, while yeah. you find that let me get this off and i'm going to read off the stats so uh it's a four voice hybrid synthesizer touch keyboard with 16 keys it's a remake of the jp8000 sound engine i believe Ian, like correct me but that's a roland synth yep lots and lots of sliders lots uh, and lots of sliders good. well this one does not have that but it's two analog <laughs> modeling oscillators per voice four voice synth uh two operator fm engine analog filter with cutoff and resonance that's probably where the hybrid in synthesizer comes from 12-bit DAC, arpeggiator with three patterns and hold function, one headphone output, one USB-C, 32 mm. memory presets. It says it's expandable via the Synth Tribe app, six function keys, OLED display, power supply, and the only MIDI is via USB-C. There is mm. no I.O. of MIDI, which is a bit of a bummer, but I guess it's 50 bucks, so and there's got to be some. It probably yeah. it's also very small. You see yeah. as well, though, doesn't it? It might, yeah, it might. Uh, let's let's check out this video. I I synced it to a time for the a patch I really liked. If you could just uh, give it yeah. a go. Um, I will just say before I hit play, the notion that they are playing it through another Behringer device 
uh, is well, this is Behringer. This is their I know, YouTube I channel. So <laughs> I I, you would think it's cross marketing, right? For all their products. Let's just know this can't really push the buttons. But yeah, here we go. <laughs> So I will say this doesn't do it quite justice because this is through the internet and through our streaming setup. So there's a lot of bit crushing and stuff. Um, let me put a link to the video actually. Just skip around a little bit to find the other uh, patches. There's some really nice chords and stuff. Yeah, there we go. Here's the link if you want to check it out. Yeah, so, oh, listen to that. I like that one. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we'll leave it there. So I brought it to the table mainly because we try to talk about cost-efficient synths and gear in general. I mean, we always talk about free gear. I think this is interesting. I mean, we've got our issues with Behringer for sure, and there's a bit of controversy around them. But, um, I mean, it's just like, I feel like they have this cost-effective market cornered, and I wish these other companies would somehow meet the demand, you know? But, uh, Ian, like, what's your take both on the synth and just the price and portability? Well, the synth kind of has me in two minds, really, because there's a part of me that thinks, well, okay, it's, it sounds all right. It's it's quite impressive for something so tiny and, and so on. Um but it's not, yeah, it's not earth shattering, you know. But then, in the other part of me, is saying it's fifty quid. What the hell do you want, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and also, you know, highly portable. Um, mm. So, you know, if you want a voice but you don't have a lot of space, I mean, it does a lot, right? And if you're going to be controlling it, you know, through a door, do you really care about all the controls and so on? I mean, it, it, there's definitely a whole raft of um, use cases for it. And if it fits for you, I think it could be it could be pretty useful. I think I need to hear it a bit more. But I suppose yeah. even if it doesn't sound incredible, which I, I, I do, I imagine it does sound pretty good actually. Um, it would be good as a lo-fi voice, especially. I mean, that last one, that last patch there that we heard was um, I don't know. It's kind of reminiscent of old public information films uh, from Canada. Yes. In the, uh, yeah, the Film seven, Board of Canada. Is that yeah. is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I, mean, like so that, I, yeah. That's, I was skipping around the video and heard that one. It was like, that does sound like the Film Boards of Canada. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, that that is interesting. Um, but like I said, hearing it through this thing doesn't do it quite justice because yeah, there's a lot yeah. of internet bit reduction and you can and do a like lot that. the tiny box these days i mean yeah. i'm a big fan of uh, a french thing uh, audio thingies micro monster um the first <laughs> hardware synth i bought was one they've got a version two out at the moment it sounds amazing and it is tiny and it's got loads of functionality on it but it's not really at the same price point as this yeah well a long way i mean it's very good i would recommend it but it's not a competitor because it's not 50 quid that's pretty nuts really it's um yeah it's hard for really four to voice four voice yeah. i mean like i was going to recommend if you're looking for an alternative company the the nts1 from where's which angle i always get confused on screen but yeah. uh, the nts1 is awesome you have to build it and it's a hundred bucks and it's only a mono synth 
But mm. if you're looking for like a small compact and it does have MIDI in and then uh, sync out and in, I mean, that's a great way to go too. And, you know, it's Korg, it's not Behringer, but uh, it's not 50 bucks. It's 50 bucks more than that. And it's a mono synth, so I mean, you get a lot for this. So it's interesting, Curtis. What do you think about this? Um, in a similar fashion, I'm, I'm interested by the sounds uh, it's creating, and I mean, their marketing campaign is based around that whole synthwave '80s vibe, which kind of fits in that way. Um, I, I would be, it would be something that I would treat myself to before I went on a holiday somewhere. I think, and then I would, yeah. I would, I would spend a holiday, you know, with a MIDI keyboard sitting by the beach and uh you know making some weird sounds recording them throw them in try to Ableton. use the 16 key keyboard that little yeah can you exactly. uh, can you pull up the 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 picture again i just i want to look at that keyboard again at first i was like yeah. it's kind of like the micro freak and then i looked more i was like oh, no it's not yes definitely yeah well this is yeah, this is what it's cute i mean it is cute and i'm, I'm yeah it's like it reminds me a bit like a Volker. Like you can have some mm -hmm. fun with a Volker. They're always they're, they're gimmicky in a way, and dude, the FM slays. The yeah, Volker FM and, is awesome. Yeah, and okay, actually, so that's, got... that's a six voice. The new one, the new Volker is a six voice, but I think that's one fifty or two hundred. So mm. again, not fifty bucks. Yeah. Well, this yeah, this is it with these things. Like it's 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 got a cool little scope. It's got a limited scope. You could play with it for a while, get some interesting wacky sounds of it, probably then go through a second generation of putting it through the DAW and mangling it or mangling it through a sampler and stuff like that. And then you might, it will start gathering dust on the shelf. That's my experience with these kind of boxes. So, I, I, I feel you. I feel yeah. you. I mean, I, I really like the port. I mean, my whole thing is trying to find the, the most like efficient portable setups. Right. And I really yeah. like like a MIDI connection with the circuit and the volca or something like that i could see this being really cool and for a low price i mean i i would love to get something like this or get this and and test it out in these portable setups if you guys want us to you're always welcome to head to the patreon to help support us we've been doing more and more Sweet. demos and that's our next transition to get to gear uh but yeah the link to the patreon is in the description massive love to all of our patrons who help us do yeah. all of this and to that Hydrofighter says, wouldn't feel guilty about not using it after a year. I've spent more on dinner at restaurants lately. Yeah, that's oh, true. And then Maureen's friend. Exactly. Yeah. Maureen's friend's giving some love to Volca as well. He says, I, yeah. I love Volca drum. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Volcas are awesome. Uh, again, they're a little bit higher in price, but uh, it's very cool. Yeah. Hmm. yeah but, I'm, I'm um, grateful for them just to open the door for things like this, you know, with Volcas as well. It's just. It was almost like nobody really thought of, you know, small, affordable, yet usable and fun gear. I mean, the Volker stuff has, has also got a lot of functionality in it that, you know, the logic with arpeggiators and sequences and things like that is actually fairly complex considering what it is. And I think it's because we've had stuff like that in the past that you get things like this now. I mean, we've all, I've, I've got a little miniature Korg synth over there that's this big, but it's just like for the same money or probably less jd8000 bad <laughs> or just get a, a pocket operator it is the consistent back and forth that we have with behringer because they are ripping people off i mean mm -hmm. if i can say that uh i think i can say that i think that's fair um 
And but at the same time, they are bringing out these products, which, as you've always identified, some Warper synthesizers, or there's no that, that entry level kind of synthesizer, and they are de they are democratizing that notion of hardware. And this is a full like any 16 year old kid who wants to get into music or wants to get into synthesis, this could be a fantastic Christmas present, for example, and this could yeah. be a fantastic gateway in. And that's, yeah, for me, for me, I think that's a really good, that's a really, really positive plus. If it can inspire, uh, a, uh, if it can inspire, uh, someone to start creating, start getting into synthesis and understand this beautiful world in which we reside, then more power to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's well said. Well, let's not forget when you're that end of the ladder, you know, the bottom rung, everybody's got their hand in your pocket, you know, for every single thing you need to do as a musician. You know, there's a price tag attached. So, yeah, I mean, the, the struggle's real. These things are important, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, that's that's our goal here is to always approach this as independent musicians. And for anyone else that's looking to get gear and new things or just learn about synthesizers and things like that, we always try to approach it from that perspective of, you know, where's the, the budget entry? And then how do we expand upon that if we start doing better or, or want to get better things or something? But it's really cool to see some of these high quality sounding things at these low, low entry points that are hardware. It's not a plugin because, I mean, plugins are great and 20 bucks, 50 bucks or something. But this is a tactile synth that you can take with you. And, you know, there's something different about having that actual physical presence in front of you that you can create and you're away from a screen. And I mean, yeah, you have an OLED screen in front of you, but it's like this big instead of a huge computer screen or something. So, yeah, I, I think there's there is a place for this. And I hope to see other companies maybe I mean, maybe. 50s unreasonable you know because production costs and stuff but i hope to see more and more companies enter that like volca territory and things mm. like that because mm. i thought there are also types of musician that are like kind of sneaker pimps for like odd little bits of music hardware where their sound is almost a curiosity shop of weird little bits of kit that they've stitched together over the years and this yeah. sort of thing is you know could feed into that sort of uh, workflow where you're just building a setup of oddities that suit you for some reason I'll yeah real quick real quick uh maureen's friend says day job is a bummer today we'll have to catch the rest of the pod later on great stuff as always no worries no thanks try for to sure. have the best day you Love can uh and don't worry work ends of course so yeah have a great Love one thanks for you. tuning in yeah it's always good to have you here uh curtis what were you going to say and then we'll hop into the round robin I just like the notion of uh, the oddities, the workflow of oddities. I like that. That's mm -hmm. just a very, it's again, another workflow. That sounded like something very Curtis. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, I think I'd be, I would like to see it be expanded. Uh, if you can see, you've got these little synthesizers coming through, you know, you can connect it with a little uh, micro, uh, micro or mini micro C. I'm forgetting what it's called now, but um if you could daisy chain that with another little Behringer synthesizer, which might do drums, and then you can do another one, which might do an arpeggiator and another one. It, yeah, like it would be cool to see that. Um, yeah. Like it's all it's all very good bringing out a little quirky micro synth. Are you going to create a universe around it? Are you going to be able to create something, an organism around this little thing? Or are you just looking for a quick 50 bucks? That's what I want to say. Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, I think... 
on its own, should it be solidly built and sound as good as it does seem to and things like that, that standalone is probably enough to justify a $50 expense. But I get what you mean that, yeah, making this little world in that market place of like 50 to 75 dollars that would be really cool to open up even the dollars world to the a very budget friendly marketplace that's that would be an interesting thing because volca kind of did that but we're in the 150 to 200 range there this is 50 mm -hmm. let's say 75 even yeah it's crazy let's see we'd like to know uh, people listening back people in the chat people listening back on the uh spotify or apple podcasts what you make of this synth what would you use it for um where do its strengths lie? That's what we want to know. I think that's I think that's what we haven't really addressed in this conversation. So if you wanted to pick it up, where are the strengths for the synthesizer in terms of sound? That's what to see. Mm. Um, that is all the news uh, for this week. Um, if there is something that you feel is newsworthy, if there's something that we've missed from this week, or if there's something that is just so important, let us know um, in our Discord, um, on our Twitter, for example. Um, just pop it in the docket. Uh, some opera and I go through this with a fine tooth comb over the weekend. We meet on Mondays and assemble this in the best way we can. But if there's something that you think that should be talked about, please let us know. Uh, we'd really like to know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we always try to find what's out, but, you know, we're just three people. So, of course, we miss stuff. So let us know. Mm -hmm. um, should we move across to the round robin? Yes, most definitely. And patrons, if you want to join... Give your own take on this. The link is in the Twitter group and Discord. But Curtis, what is the round robin for those not familiar? Uh, the round robin is the general discussion part of our show. Um, it's where we take a topic about music production, be it about the physical act of making music, be it the existential problems of um, the psyche when making production music, um, or anything in far and in between. Um, we come to the table with the idea, we discuss it, share our notions and thoughts in the hope that someone listening back or even within the discussion itself might learn something and grow as a result because together we grow. Indeed. So what are we talking about today? Well, I found this little tidbit and I instantly thought of you, uh, someone from my brother. <laughs> oh, <boy>. um, <laughs> um, it's no secret at this stage that someone will be leaving us for a little while uh, over um, uh, over the next coming months. Um, <laughs> For, uh, for paternity leave and i saw this on digital music news how to succeed in music when you have a family um and it i, I mean that baby is really cute as well let's face yeah. it um if you are listening it's it probably should be watching because that is a cute little baby but um <laughs> basically it's it's an article that stems through the idea of time saving methods which is what we allude to with um our ai segment for today and we have touched on it uh, at various points, but it is something that is always organic, always flowing, always changing, almost as dynamically as AI is. Um, but basically, it's talking about time-saving devices or ways in which we can save time when we are in the studio. Not all of us can do this as our full-time job. Not all of us have all the time that we wish we had. And while we can live in world, worlds of shoulda, woulda, coulda, what are ways in which we can be more productive with our music production and our studio time? That's what I, I want to bring. To I am curious to hear what that article says, if it has a, like a few bullet points or anything. Yes, for sure. I have a vested um, interest in this. Okay. We all have our own thoughts on it. But, uh, <laughs> we, so yeah, so we, 
I said we might actually share the link with you. Uh, we're still discussing that. Yeah, we'll go over that. Um, well, we'll start with here, um, and we'll go through what the uh, article says, and then we have constructed our own uh, arguments as well. And as ever with the round robin and with everything we do here, we'd like to know your thoughts listening back. Um, is there anything that you find is a great time-saving device? Um, so we won't go through the story of the author himself, but we'll just go to what he's saying here. So interesting. I'd like to also know if anyone disagrees because uh, yeah. I'd be curious to see. So his first point is work quickly. Work quickly. Uh, time is half valuable. Agree. I agree. Oh, okay. You agree? Okay, you've got to agree, you've got half agree. He says basically time is valuable and limited. Um, you must work quickly. You actually find working quickly becomes an instinct and limited time forces you to make creative decisions instead of getting stuck. So we have an agree from Eon Lake and we have a half agree from some author. Who would like to expand first? Well, we do have to be quick, but I'll just say quickly. I think it's, I, I mean, not to like walk the line of it or whatever, but I, I think it uh, it just depends because sometimes you do need to take time with things. Yeah, I know this is coming from like, I've been busy getting ready for the baby. So I understand his point and I think I'll understand it even more once the baby comes. But I, I just think rather than always having like an objective, it's got to be quick. If you need more time, maybe push back, you know, if you can, if you're able to. Yeah. Yeah, okay. sometimes it needs more calendar time, though, rather exactly. than actually time working on it. But I suppose if you've got something that's going to take time, plan it so that you know what you're doing. That's so that a when better you're point. It, you're just doing it rather than going, oh, I should probably do something yeah. and do it quickly. You should already know what you're doing and just get straight to it and know that you're going to check it later and assess it and see if it was successful anyway you're just in the in the creative part i just think this might be good for flow to just sort of do things quickly make decisions learn to make decisions you know and react to things and just you know give it a go try it for size you can always do it again if it didn't work out do you know what i mean yeah i was gonna oh, yeah. stick onto your head and hold you to it but it's absolutely worth a try i think for flow and you know discipline and just Having a good attitude to working in the studio is probably a good thing. Yeah, definitely. Well, what's the mm. next one, Curtis? Down here, we've got the next one is we have just do one thing. So uh, there, there are two things that don't mix well, basically limited time and a long to-do list. So if you go into the studio with a limited amount of time, have a clear objective, clear single objective, just go with that one. Agree? Yeah. Disagree? Point, I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think it makes sense. I mean, it's good to have to-do lists, but yeah, I mean, a complicated to-do list just becomes a daunting, daunting yeah. endeavor, you know, where you're like, oh, I have to do all of this. Maybe I just won't do any of it. I think I'd land in the middle bit. I'd have a to-do list, but it would only have two, three things on it. Yeah. Tom's. Yeah. And it might yeah. just have one thing on it. Ooh, I, not I to read ahead, good. but I like this next one. Mm. Okay. Listen to the teachers <laughs> around you. Your family can be your teachers if you let them. Listen well, find inspiration in everyday conversations involving your family. Yeah, mm. I, I like that. This is especially true if you have kids. For example, I've gotten song lyrics from random things my kids say. That's that's interesting. Yeah, that's cute. cute. Yeah, that's cool. I, I think it, it does provide an interesting notion of switching off away from the studio time, but taking the studio with you wherever you go. I think that's well, like taking the creativity point. with you. Taking the creativity as yeah, right, you know, like yeah. you can you can set aside the I'm working, but you just keep your ears open to be listening and, and almost being in the moment. Like I'm taking in everything that's coming to me and then finding ways to incorporate it later. Being here now, exactly. I mean, basically being Fred again with a couple of kids. 
Yeah, um, with WhatsApp or something, right? So you can yeah, get the exactly. compression. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. I think that's fair. I think I think as well the notion as well. Anyone could be a teacher, and devolving yourself away from learning, passive learning, which is again what we do a lot in schools and stuff like that. Passive learning, let it come through. The bit that we always say the best tracks are the ones that when you're in a flow state. So if you're always in a flow state, you're always going to mm. create gold, aren't you? And then you're not going to stress about it. Would be quicker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. There's the work quicker. Yeah, it's all coming together. <laughs> yeah. This this last one here is what's most important to you. Um, whether and essentially whether I'm obviously paraphrasing, but the notion of um, if you have a family, if you have kids, how much of that do you want to be locked away? in your own room doing your own thing and how much of it is about experiencing the present moment and giving what the universe is gifted to you um that's a big big ass power for uh, power paraphrase but it's basically what you're saying in that regard yeah, yeah i that's huge i mean eon like is a father like you know has kids and all that that uh raised grown kids i'm trying to say whereas i'm about to be but i i had that realization in the last couple of weeks where i was like i need to slow down you know, we did that episode on burnout and I was like, yeah, this is ringing really true. And then I was thinking like, you know, stuff's coming that matters much more than any, you know, oh, can I get this song out by this date or can I get this video done? And I was like, I need to take a moment and like look at everything hmm. from afar and really realize where I need to put like what's most important and things like that. And so, yeah, I, I definitely think that's true because, yeah, they, like yeah. Uh, my brother just had a baby and he keeps saying like they just grow up so fast. Like the the when they're a newborn, that's gone in a second. And I think Ian like even told me that too recently. Like it's just you have yeah. to cherish all these moments. So it's like what's what's more important and what what do you want to remember more? Like Curtis was saying, like yeah, I was in this dark synth studio for hours, or yeah, I saw my baby say his his first words or this and that. You know, like yeah, mm -hmm. what matters more? Yeah, and you have to live a life if you want to write songs. You know, otherwise, yeah. I suppose all your songs will be quite dark about i just you know, have to say i think eon like's really trying to get that one on a shirt because he's been saying mm -hmm. that about every episode so i think i, really I think eon likes it. making some stuff or maybe uh what is it uh what was it you were gonna make what hat were you gonna make eon like oh, maybe you know hats. yeah bucket hat maybe that's what he's trying to tell us <laughs> that we need to make a bucket hat yeah. says you need to live life to write songs <laughs> I think that's true. But I mean, you know, yeah, what's more important? The point is, I think that, you know, you're going to have to do more with less, you know, but mm -hmm. it's a good thing for discipline. It's a good thing for organization. These are skills you'll need as a parent anyway. And they're also skills you need to pass on to your kids mm -hmm. as well, how to make time for the things you love while still meeting all of your obligations and so on. It's a struggle, mm -hmm. but we as humans are uniquely set up to adapt and overcome obstacles and so on. It's time to remember what you are and all the years of evolution that got us here and find a way. Yeah. Yeah. So Shady in, Ridge in that... says, uh, hold on one second there. Shady Ridge says, I became an empty nester this week. Should have time for more music now. Well, that's, yeah. On a purely selfish point, that's a, that's a good news. <laughs> <laughs> me i'll wait to the next album the last one was an absolute banger yeah it was yeah for sure um in that in the vein then that's what the article's saying what can we and people listening back what are there any additions to that are there any extensions yes. to that wonderful thing yeah okay I think we, we all have a few things we I want think to we'll have a few let's start with yeah, the very enthusiastic quick. 
studio is a state of mind, right? Your studio is a physical thing, but it's also up here, right? When I'm not in here, I'm planning what I am going to do when I am in here so that I can just do it. You know, we kind of touched on it a bit looking at that article, but, you know, your studio goes everywhere with you if it has to be up here and you plan. And, you know, we also say how, you know, trying to create and get in flow state and make things happen quickly and also be critical and do critical listening. They don't mix very well. Well, there's your answer. You know, don't do them at the same time when you're in the studio. Do the creative, you know, try and squeeze the other tasks in here and there on a train platform, whatever, you know, in the rest of your life, plan what you're going to do next mm. and be organized. I yeah, hear that. Definitely. I think as, as just an, a little addition to that addition, um, additionception, um, the, <laughs> if you're going to plan what you're doing ahead of time, you can do all your nitty gritty routing, wiring, template building in a separate session so that when you come to it, you just go straight for it. So that yeah. separation of the creativity and then the more, well, not really more mundane, but because I love it personally, but yeah. all that set, setting up, all that preamble, you can do that in another time. And then when you come Very to true. it, you can just go, right, let's do this and let's go. Studio is an instrument. It's all ready for you when you get there. It's all mm -hmm. set up. Everything's wired. If I do that, that will make a oh. sound. Yeah. Exactly. All the lights are blinking. And it's just yeah. like lights and bleeps and bloops. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Wolford, do you have an addition to me? Yeah, I have a few. Uh, to that, what you were just saying, I would definitely say schedule in general. Like, mm. yeah, if you're going to have a sound design day, schedule that in. If you're going to have a template building day, schedule that in. If you're going to work, schedule that in and, and have a plan for each day. Always be willing to improvise or if things aren't going right, either stop around, or, yeah. or, or just shake things up. Like take that, bounce it to audio, whatever you've been doing, and then just resample it and see what comes of that. You know, like, mm. just do something different. And then to that, also remember to take breaks, go on walks, just get outside, do anything like that where you can be away from it all, get some perspective and come back to it either the same day, the next day, anything like that. Even just taking five minutes and walking, you know, around your block or something just to get out, even if you're on a tight deadline or something, just, you know, a little bit. And then the final thing that we already talked about a little bit that I'll add is try different ways to optimize. Like, like we've been using chat GPT for different things. I've coming up with different thumbnails, like not thumbnails, title ideas. If you, I've got a title for a YouTube video, but I'm like, I'm not sure about it. I'll ask ChatGPT to come up with 10. And yeah, they're usually really weird, but you can kind of take from each of them to create your own like Frankenstein SEO optimized YouTube title and anything like that. Or if I'm, if I can't think of a chord progression that day, I'm like, Hey, give me a dreamy chord progression. That's modal and in the style of X or this album or something. And, and then, like I said earlier, I won't use it. I might, but usually I'll just flip it around, make it even more modal and expand. But it just got my brain going past that point where I was like, I can't write yep. anything. It's like, ooh, something's here. It's cool. Okay, now I can add this melody. Now I can do these drums, you know? So anything you could do to optimize, it doesn't have to be AI, but anything like that, just try something and see. Uh, Curtis, I think do you have a, a couple you want to share or... Ian, like if there's anything you want to add to that uh, I in a similar way was what i was going to say oh yeah probably yeah anything with probability is a great way to do it or they've all got it you know paste 16 notes in and then make the probability of them playing i don't know 25 percent, and then put a key in record the output pick a bit you like 
build off that you know that's cool i like that um i like the randomness embracing the chaos of everything you've you become a parent things are chaotic why not allow the chaos into the studio i like think that. almost that why those numbers happened at that, that time that came up with this and you know then i wrote this song all around it i, I kind of like the i don't know I like that. Um, simplicity of it i like that um, we're getting a bit, uh, we are coming uh, towards, uh, we're getting a bit pushed for time, but I just wanted to add one more addition. Um, be kind to yourself. I think yes. I've, I've found, I've found that, oh yeah, this is, I mean, I'm the worst person for this, but mm. I'm, I find that when I don't do what I expected or what I wanted to do in a session, I get frustrated. And then the next time, or then the next time I go into the studio, I'm trying to make up for that. Mm. And yeah. th that is worse because that, that it begins the cycle of disappointment and i know there's there's an aspect of expectation in there which is a whole different uh, different discussion but um i find myself trying to cling on for time i get possessive of my time which means mm. i'm a less kind person and that and that ekes into very different parts of your life not just your music production life but your family life your professional life which then because that is negatively affected that negatively reinforces your production life so i think being kind to yourself kind of throws that out a little bit to a degree absolutely and taking your own advice too thank yeah. you sir i'm trying, I'm really trying. <laughs> yeah remember to just pause and and be kind yeah i think that's huge like mm. and and it goes with everything else we were saying if things aren't going right rather than beat yourself up and be like no i have to do it remember to be kind take a break step away from it get some perspective go eat go take a shower anything like just do something change things up and, and don't just keep trying you know the definition of insanity just keep trying hoping different results right like just yep. try something different you know and in yeah. the world of ai your humanity is your unique selling point it's your strength yeah. you know embrace it's it all you've got that separates you from the robots exactly <laughs> Yeah. Um, we'd we'd like to know again patrons listening live people listening back to the edited video that some will lovingly cuts up after the live stream with um, AI and, I turn with AI. AI. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm, uh, and I'm those, a sink <laughs> yeah there we go and, though, and the ones listening back on Spotify and on Apple Music how are you uh, improving on your efficiency and time in the, in the studio what is it that you're doing to make uh, your stretched time, your valuable time, be as productive as you would like it to be. Please let us know. We'd love to uh, expand on this in our Discord, especially. Yeah, definitely. And uh, we will be back next week. We post these videos on YouTube on usually Wednesdays, but sometimes depending on the edit, it'll be Thursdays, but every Wednesday. But we go live with our patrons Wednesdays at 11 a.m. If you'd like to join us for the next episode, head to the Patreon link in the description. We'd love to see you over there. Uh, of course, just hang out is more than enough. So unless Curtis or Eon Lake has anything they want to add, anything? Be kind to yourself. Yeah, that's huge. It's worth saying a couple times, yeah. And what's the other one that's going on the bucket hat? <laughs> I've forgotten already. <laughs> you say it all the time. What is it? It's a... Uh, uh, you got to live a life. Write songs without living life or something, right? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. we got to live a life. Eloquent. We'll have to listen back on the edit. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to live life if you want to write songs about it. That's the that's the the upcoming bucket hat with a little Eon Lake quote. So thanks for watching, and we will see you next week.